I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 245 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, joined today by Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. Welcome, everyone. Hello. 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 Did you all have a good week? Well, uh, I clearly did not have as good of a week as Megan did because Megan has a different hair color now. Megan has very purple hair. I was about to say. And like, when whenever, she watched it yesterday, it looked like she killed a purple Smurf. <laughs> what, what, whatever happened to Megan, it clearly resulted in a hair, uh, hair color change. So I don't know if this is just the Super Saiyan version of Megan. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, this is uh, Super Saiyan purple. I'm, you know, just trying to get ahead of the curve. And if that does become an actual thing within the next 12 months, I called it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is a show all about Pokemon. If you like Pokemon, congratulations. You are in the right space. If you don't, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, This is a show where we talk about the games, the anime, the stuff. uh, When we talk about stuff that's kind of related to Pokemon, stuff that's not related to Pokemon, the whole kit and caboodle you get it it's a podcast it's got some news we do some some of that in the front half we take a break we do a deep dive in the second half and then a pokemon fact of the week all in all in service of making you a better smarter pokemon fan this week it seems like the pokemon company has decided to choose murder <laughs> in the sense that they are printing 100,000 new Van Gogh Pikachu cards. Good. Why? <laughs> I mean, do they not remember that, like, uh, what was it, three or four actual museum employees were put on probation <laughs> and, like, taken off work because of their mishandling of the event? Like, well, no, no, it wasn't because of the mishandling. Of the well, event. the mishandling in the terms that some of the employees took, prom- took cards they, <laughs> to make sure oh, that it, they would it, be it, able to have some. It goes beyond that. They oh, were, yeah. It's it's like a they, whole ordeal. They had like a whole like network of like. They were contacting behind scalpers. The yeah, they work. were helping people get in. Yeah. So, okay. So now, Christian, walk me through the availability of this. Is this something right. that is so uh, this, online only? Are the bots going to, to get these and we still have, everyone's still SOL or. Do you have so to be part in is, a battle royale winner takes all? <laughs> So we we don't even know exactly how you know uh, you know we 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 don't know how the facilitation is going to work. how the facilitation is going to work. We do know that this is coming out in the Netherlands, which you know won't impact ninety nine point ninety nine ninety nine point nine nine percent of our uh, listenership. But this batch is not the Netherlands batch. No, this is. There oh, will this be is 100, the hundred thousand copies of the Pikachu with gray felt hat cards being added to the supply uh, worldwide because, um, you know, uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm putting, 
I'm putting this in. So a lot of this is um, speculation by Polka Beach, um, but, you know, they were the ones who broke the story. Um, this promotion starts this week, February 10th. Customers will have to spend 30 euros to receive a copy. It's going out to not only hobby stores, but also the bigger stores. So like the the equivalent to GameStop over in the Netherlands. And so uh, it is, um, you know, their, their, you know, sources say that there are over a thousand of the aforementioned chain stores in the Netherlands, which means that even, uh, you know, if each of those stores receive, you know, and they're estimating that, you know, these stores are going to get, you know, about a hundred copies of these cards each, mm -hmm. uh, that it should be about a hundred thousand copies of the Pikachu gray felt hat uh being added into the market um you know now this is a brand new print run uh this is not like leftover stock or anything like that um and it seems like this is like the first step that is being taken to kind of correct the the blunder of last year and i have no kinder way of putting it <laughs> um other than this this was a disaster last year um and this is in person this is not you know, this is not a thing like, you know, this is the equivalent of going to your GameStop, buying $30 worth of cards so that you can get the promo card. So that's what's going on there. So it's it's a big deal in that, you know, one, uh, prices should start going down. I mean, they're already starting to go, go down. Let me pull up. Gray felt hat. So... You know, the, the, the price has already, you know, dropped, you know, by about $10 or oh about, about $15. So we've already seen a 10% drop in um, the, the, the cost of this card, which is currently selling for like $115 on uh, uh, the market price is listed at $130. But, you know, that's kind of skewed a little bit. There's... Uh, the price actually is probably closer to 115 but the market price according to CCG player which only counts you know you know what goes on through there and through eBay you know had the price listed at 147 uh at the beginning of this month so in the course of just 30 days the price has dropped by about 10% um, we'll say too interesting to note there are 20 almost 23,000 of these cards mm -hmm. have been graded through PSA so it's wow. it's pretty crazy that one, um, you know, there were a ton of these cards that got put out and was just nowhere near enough. And, yeah. you know, I think Pokemon realized that one, you know, this turned into a, um, uh, you know, this 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 turned into a thing and they are taking steps to correct it. You know, the problem is with trading card stuff in general. We've we've seen this with Lorcana too, is that you know the you can't print the cards overnight. It takes time. Right. Because you've um, got other cards that are being printed as these cards are hitting stores. And so you have to find some way to find a pause in the production to re Yeah. And there's old cards into production. And there are and even you know Pokemon at least has its own printing you know sure. company. Um, you know, they literally bought one because they were kept running into shortages <laughs> back in 2020. Um, but, you know, the, the big thing with this is, is, you know, they have to uh, print off their, their current runs. They have yep. to print off reprints and they have to, you know, squeeze in stuff like this when yep. there is, um, 
you know, uh, when 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 there is you know, uh, you know, a, a, a demand issue, right. or, you yep. know, and or a lack of supply. Well, um, answer a caller's question asking what was the ten uh, graded ten population. So of the twenty two point nine that are in circulation, eleven point seven are graded as a ten, which is like almost like basically half, which is kind of wild to think when you think about it. Well, it's it's because they were all came in their shrink wrap. <laughs> so they were sent to PSA in their shrink wrap. So as long as they weren't damaged. Yeah, uh, but like but like even if you send it in, in shrink wrap, there it, that card could get damaged 95 ways to mm-hmm. you know to whenever. Mm-hmm. So like um so you know it is and it's actually it's pretty interesting of the it's another just like fun stat, right? Of the 2023 promo cards, so like the Black Star promo cards, this counts, um, you know, the promo cards that come in, like Elite Trainer boxes and all the mm-hmm. sets and things like that. Uh, there's only 48,000 of those. So for like, so for all the 2023 promo cards, the Pikachu Van Gogh is basically half of them. Of the ones that are uh, that are out there, which is just bananas. So, uh, if you want one, now you'll be able to get it cheap. If you got one early and was was able to flip it, congratulations, <laughs> you got it, you got in. Um, so there you go. There is your monthly Grayfell Tap Pikachu update. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have more more about this when once the, they finally hit. you know. When like you know, uh, you know, Vin Diesel steals the truck that these things were getting transported <laughs> on, oh, for and sure. then flies to the moon or something like that. And I think I've just summarized the entire Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, essentially, yes. So, am I being clickbaited by this next bullet point? Is Pokemon Journeys leaving Netflix? It is no. March fourth. That's that's like legit. It yeah. is. Pokemon yeah. Journeys and Pokemon Masters Journeys are slated to leave Netflix in the United States uh, on March fourth. Is this nope. normal or am I being like- well? So there's there's two options that are happening right now. One, there's just a licensing renegotiation that's coming forward. They haven't gotten it ironed out, or Netflix just hasn't kind of updated its outgoing list. So for Pokemon Journeys cool. in particular, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's it's yes. specifically it's, it's none of the other Pokemon series, none of the other okay. Pokemon seasons, or it's like um, obviously it's not like any of like the other pokemon properties it's just journeys and masters master journeys uh so that's slated to leave march 4th so the easy option is that they're just finishing the final touches on a licensing negotiation and netflix hasn't yet pulled out its outgoing notification the uh big brain tinfoil theory (laughs) that everyone is kind of speculating about is as you will remember not too long ago reports went live that you know the pokemon tv app was shutting down and immediately speculation began that pokemon was looking to launch its own proprietary streaming platform as such people are wondering if uh journeys the two journey series are being pulled uh from netflix in order to populate this would-be streaming platform that could host pokemon horizons uh, as we know we're supposed to be getting that um before too too much longer so that is kind of the big brain theory is that this could potentially signal either a shift in licensing particularly to something proprietary that the pokemon company 
launches uh, kind of as a response to the loss of Pokemon TV. Pokemon TV is coming back. Yeah, so it, it could be that. that That is definitely the most uh, common speculation uh, amongst fans online. Of course, there's, n- there's not been any kind of paperwork discovered or anything kind of, you know, within, you know, the underground that people are talking about. Um, but yeah, this was definitely a little bit of a surprise. Um, but the fact that it's happening, that this was uh, discovered so soon to Pokemon Day being later this month, uh, fans are, are are definitely speculating that it is part of a bigger game plan from the Pokemon company to consolidate some of its anime. Um, of course, there's nothing official on that yet, and we won't know until, you know, February 28th or so. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's what it's looking like now. So if you haven't seen... Pokemon Journeys, if you haven't seen Pokemon Master Journeys, if you haven't seen Ash's kind of final hurrah in the anime, uh, you have at least on Netflix until March 4th. Yeah, and, you know, keep in mind that this doesn't impact, you know, the movies are still on Netflix, the Uh original show is still on Netflix, and the most recent uh, series, excuse me, the most recent series, which is Master Journeys and To Be a Master, are also still on there. You know, um, you know, the the only thing with the whole like, oh, we're going to get like a Pokemon, you know, subscription app or something like that is, you know, uh, the I'm more inclined to think that this is more just like an, you know, just a negotiation thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, like Sun, like, you know, all, all the Pokemon stuff is kind of like, you know, come and gone. And, um, you know, because like Pokemon Sun and Moon stuff is not uh, on Netflix anymore. Right. Um, well, and the Pokemon now, company likes to make episodes of the show free to, yeah. to, you know, to folks. And so I got to imagine this is just them like, all right, well, maybe the viewership numbers are are low enough. And Netflix is like, well, we don't really don't, we don't want to pay as much as we did when it was hot. So we want to pay less. And the Pokemon company is probably just like, you know what? We'll, we'll just give it away for free kind of yeah. thing, you know? So mm-hmm. and it, this could just be a thing because Prime Video has been, um, you know, uh, but you know like has been like picking up stuff um you know for instance like the roku channel uh you know it, it could just be like uh you know splitting stuff up like for instance like prime video has like a pokemon channel and that's got you know sun and moon it has black and white it has diamond and pearl you know um they also yeah. have x and y so a lot of like the pokemon content is moving over to you know amazon um you know, over to, you know, prime video. So this could just be something where, you know, prime video has, you know, bid more for the rights. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because prime video, you know, even though a lot of streaming channels, you know, streaming platforms were seeing some like movement and how different studios and stuff kind of work. Uh, and, you know, with the streaming stuff, you know, we've seen, you know, for instance, there's a lot of Warner Brothers stuff that's now on Netflix, where before that could only be found on HBO Max and then Max. Um, you know, now, uh, you know, Prime Video is one of the, like the few players that's still putting a lot of money in there. So it'll be kind of interesting to see if this is just a case where, you know, Prime is just buying up content to mm-hmm. keep their keep their you know platform afloat. Yeah, I mean, as, as we know, and, uh, you know, I have a massive write-up on comic about it pokemon is streaming 
all over the board. <laughs> there, mm-hmm. there is no cohesive place to watch. I mean, the place that has probably the largest volume of episodes is is Prime Video at this yeah. point. Um, but I mean, between Prime and Freebie and Hulu and Netflix and <laughs> like everything, uh, it, it, it's kind of a hodgepodge when it comes to what is available to watch. And you know, if Netflix is is you know, uh, deciding to kind of let go of Pokemon journeys and uh, master journeys. Well, then, you know, I'll just have to update my streaming guide. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it, it, it seems like, you know, the, the, the hopeful wish is that there's going to be, you know, one day proprietary platform by the Pokemon company. But again, I resist against that because for that to happen would require, as I just said, a lot of license negotiations from various streaming platforms that the Pokemon anime is spread across. So I'm more inclined to believe that the anime is simply moving elsewhere. Uh, yeah. But I guess we'll be finding out later this month. Well, and keep in mind, they've already announced that Horizons is coming to Netflix. Oh, yeah, I mean, because that'll be the hot thing. And Netflix, you know, will get good numbers out of that. And then inevitably, when the viewership drops, it'll go somewhere else. (laughs) All right. Let's hit uh, there's some uh, Pokemon Go event starting today. Yeah, it's just your usual, usual stuff. Um, It is the... I keep wanting to say it's like the Drifting Dragons event, but it's not that. It's it's the Dragons Unleashed event. It adds Drompa to the game. Um, So uh, both Shiny Drompa and Normal Drompa is coming. Um, So they're doing doing that. Um, You know, in more important news, Pokemon Sleep is getting another update hot on its... um, you know, the addition of a new island and new Pokemon. And, you know, that is adding, um, you know, uh, let's see, or like new recipes. Uh, it is having, adding a Valentine's Day event. Pokemon are getting buffed in it by increasing their carry limits. Just, just a lot of good quality of life updates. You know, Pokemon Sleep is just the little app that could, you know. <laughs> it really is. It's just going. It, I mean, it's, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. As as I just passed my 200th day using that app. Um, it is, um, you know, it, it's, it, it's a lot easier to do the daily cycle of that than it is like Pokemon Go. It doesn't feel grindy. I spend two minutes with my Pokemon. And that's good enough. And then I push the button to help me sleep. It is a very nice low maintenance game. I think the problem with me is, is that I forget. And then I hate that I keep breaking streaks. And so then I say, F this, I'm not doing it. The, The only thing that I don't like is I run into the issue of my Pokemon go plus will run out of battery. And so like, I have to, I I'm faced with like a Sophie's choice of, um, do I either risk it that my battery will be able to get me through the night? Because if it doesn't, I lose out on that night's worth of like mm-hmm. sleep research. Um, or do I unlink it and then sacrifice my phone for Pokemon Go uh, sleep research for that evening? Um, which is not great when I have to uh, wake up with a small child in the middle of the night. <laughs> Uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up that uh, feels like it like it fits and makes sense only uh, in light of our recent Pal World discussions and like weird Pokemon cloney kind of things. Meta World, uh, Meta Zoo shut down. Oh and, yeah, Hoffer wrote a uh, wrote wrote about that last week. 
And for those who are unaware of Met, uh, MetaZoo, was one of those like weird NFT project kind of things that popped up in the like middle of 2020 when Pokemon card mania really was at its peak. All the NFT bros were like, ah, how do we get in this? And so they created basically a, a card game that was very, very Pokemon inspired, but mm -hmm. instead was like cryptids and things like that but for all intents and purposes lasted a lot longer than I think anyone expected it to. And just recently signed a, a licensing deal with Sanrio and had like Hello Kitty cards and things like that. And then one day in their Discord, their designer said, Hey, by the way, uh, this is done. <laughs> and that well, was the, it. The crazy the crazy thing about it with the timing of the 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 timing of it all is Metazoo literally got put into Target two weeks ago. Right. Like literally weeks ago. Like they they finally got their big, you know chain store distribution deal that they've been working on for like two years. Um, and you know, they, and it, it's, it's kind of funny because like Steve Aoki, like the DJ uh, with a, you know, he, he like uh, Elon Musk his way into like <laughs> into it where he, it was like legally, uh, you know, contractually obligated to be called the founder of MetaZoo, even though he wasn't uh, or co-founder, he wasn't quite right. as like obnoxious as uh, Musk was. Um, but you know, so like he hasn't commented at all about the fact that like, there are people holding the bag. We, I was talking to a game store source of mine and like the distributors are like, you know, just totally aft because they have a bunch of stock on hand. And so mm -hmm. they're trying to sell it off to game stores for like $20 for a booster box, um, which nobody wants. Right. Because the entire value of that game wasn't actually in playing the game. It was in trying, you know, creating artificial scarcity. Right. And just trying um, to and that collecting piece and things like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, it, 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 no, go ahead. I say, I wonder if you're uh, like, I wonder how this will affect some of these other kind of like games that, that are very, that seem very much in the same boat, right? Like you've got, like Gary V and his V friends uh, have like a collectible card thing. Mm -hmm. That's I think tied to NFTs in some sort. Uh, but again, right. Like still very, like you, you can't say like Pokemon invented like the tiny collecting tiny monsters thing. Right. But it's very, it's the biggest. And so like anything that comes that like even slightly brushes up against it, you're just like, Oh, I see what you're doing here. Kind of thing. Right. Um, it's I wonder if if the the economy around all those will also now start to 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 crash because there's only so much well we're even that can be done that a little same. bit with like Lorcana now that the supply is catching up with the demand it's not like nearly as like um, there's no fervor for it yeah um you know it, it it's and it's not like you know the game you know the game's finally building the player base so like lorcana yeah. will be fine but sure you know and like you know the all the enchanteds are still like i think even the cheapest enchanted is selling for like 80 bucks so which yeah. is about what you want to see there um but um you know that uh you know there it, it's kind of interesting because there's at least one maybe two uh, big, you know, card games on the horizon. Um, One Piece had a terrible tournament 
uh, over the weekend. Like their big U.S. tournament was apparently like a disaster. Oh, um, so there's there's a lot of like uh, so. Uh, what happened was uh, they had to shut down the event. Um, so uh, basically, um, you know, the the event took 14 hours. Um, the people were trying to get into the top 64 on tiebreakers. And so basically how it worked was they had to whittle down a hundred players vying for 64 spots. And, um, you know, they, they couldn't fit it all in cause it was only a two day event. Um, mm-hmm. there, there was no food and drink available. Um, oh like, you know, it was just, everything was awful. And so, um, like the venue had a 9 p.m. curfew, so they kicked out a bunch of people. Um, and then like they ended up just cutting down the like the the qualifying stage at like 11 p.m. at night. Um, so it was it was really really disaster uh, disastrous. And then the big thing was, you know, so since this was a big event. Um, you know, people were supposed to get an exclusive promotional card, like if you attended the tournament, because this was the U.S. Nationals. So everyone who attended is allegedly one of the top players. Um, uh, people who got their like promo bag, um, about half of them were missing their like Gear Five Luffy card. Oh, good. Um, yeah, so, not Gear Five. Come yeah. So, um, everything about that was an absolute disaster, and it really like speaks to like a lot of I think like this is you know the card the collectible card game industry i don't know yeah. what to call it um it's 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 growing a lot because um you know there there's clearly a marketplace you know you have pokemon you have you know magic obviously but then like Yu-Gi-Oh celebrating its 25th anniversary and like konami mm-hmm. apparently is finally deciding to explain what all the characters on the cards actually are besides just generic like fantasy and sci-fi things that you know somebody like came up with in a fever dream they are apparently attaching lore to it now, which is like amazing. Like mm-hmm. we're finally going to know what what the Dark Magician's deal is. Yeah. Um, uh, which is that's awesome. That's freaking awesome. Um, and they have like an anime studio, which it's not apparently going to be like you know like Yu Gi Oh Five G X Incarnate or whatever. Like they because their anime names have just gotten increasingly more and more. <laughs> hey, hey, and the we're not, we're not having it. any Yu Gi Oh names later here. I you know, hey, listen, I, mean, I, I love you, Yu-Gi-Oh, but Megan. But they also don't make sense. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm just pointing no, out that they're thing. not, they're not, honestly, they're not supposed to. Yeah, no, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh, about the Yu-Gi-Oh franchise. Makes sense. <laughs> it's, it's a game that's allegedly based with Egyptian gods, but has Gundams in it. Like, make this make sense. <laughs> um, you know, to be fair, uh, I sent Richard a phenomenal reel yesterday about Digimon Evolutions, and that made me chuckle. Which we've covered in intensely and in depth on this show. Yes, and Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh. It, I I always thought that Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh have like the same spirit. Um, yeah, they, they share that like big manic. Like we we have no idea what we're doing, but the vibes are immaculate. Like, <laughs> uh, um, like you know, like that that's that's all. Like you know, like Digimon. It's like none of none nothing. The Digimon, like the the world of Digimon, nothing about it makes any sort of sense. Like the Digivolution rules. Like there are no rules. It's just like mm-hmm. you know, the plot dictates how much. And, and the same thing goes with the card game. Like I feel bad for the poor folks who were like designing the card game and like the power creep that was present just because Yu-Gi-Oh ha- kept having to like pull wins out of his ass. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it was just like, and like, you know, the poor game designers are just like, Oh, come on. 
Like power well, creep, dude. I, I will say before we move on to to our break, just on the Yu-Gi-Oh front, uh, I literally just got a press release that they are apparently going to be doing taking their Dual Links game mm-hmm. and VR. and bringing it to VR, which feels like the Yu-Gi-Oh game we've all kind of been waiting for. Yep. Right. It, we're 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 like a half step away from like, like all I want. It, like and even like I would love to see the 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 you know the Apple Vision Pro came out this week or or last week and the the MetaQuest 3 uh is out and like the adoption on that stuff is still really really low but right with a lot of these franchises that we love like like Pokemon I think is another kind of great example like I think Pokemon like if Pokemon Go developed a VR component to the game that obviously didn't let you walk, like you wouldn't have to walk around, but kind of had a, a similar thing would be really freaking cool. Or like a Yu-Gi-Oh thing where you've got like the dual thing on your arm and you've got to, you know, put cards on the thing and, and it all yeah. comes to life in front of you would be bananas. Yeah. So, I mean, there are people like for years now, fans who have created their own kind of yeah. Oculus, you know, titles, you know, very obviously indie and unofficial right. Um, that, you know, have this. And some of them have like, you know, these special like card reader, like, mm-hmm. you know, tablets that when you put the card down, the monster oh, pops yeah. up. Like there's, there's all these really awesome things. And, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely about high time with the technology. Konami has, you know, adopted this. Um, but, you know, this being an anniversary year for them between their launch of a new anime animation studio, their card game, you know, anniversary, the addition of lore, this kind of VR technology push. Um, it's definitely refreshing. It seems like Yu-Gi-Oh's kind of wanting to get a little kick in the pants uh, in terms mm-hmm. of competition, especially given how high profile, you know, things like One Piece of the One Piece card game have become. Uh, so I'm in it. I'm I'm very excited because I <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh makes no sense. And whenever I play, it's either I'm crushing or I'm one step from disaster. There's no in between. Uh, so I'm I'm in it. Yeah. I so not, not apparently we've turned this into a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but no, no, I love Yu-Gi-Oh. So it's, it's okay. <laughs> um. Uh. You know, my the thing that I love about Yu-Gi-Oh is that unlike Pokemon, where Pokemon has a rotation, you know, Magic has right. a rotation. Yu-Gi-Oh has no rotation. So <laughs> it is like one of the great like benefits and also curses to Yu-Gi-Oh. Is that like you know like mind you, no one is playing an Exodia deck, but you know <laughs> right. like you know uh, the, there are there are still decks that are focused around like blue you know like the the blue eyed white dragon, white dragon. Mm-hmm. and like you know twenty five years later those cards are still relevant to the game, right. and Dark it's like magician. you know but like the power creep is super real because the only way to combat like well uh, you know we have to make the dark magician still relevant to the game is by basically just creating more powerful versions of cards yep. and stuff like that and just blowing them out of the water. Yeah, the super, super Saiyan versions of, of... Oh, yeah, it's great. Yu-Gi-Oh! insane. We're going to have to do a special episode on Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> in, in the coming days because yeah. uh, just give me, like, 30 minutes to talk about how history and you'll see me in a new light. Yeah. You, know, you know who's, a, like, a super Yu-Gi-Oh! fan? Who? Tyler, like Tyler from gaming. Oh like, yeah, no, we we can yeah, we, if so we, Tyler, we can get Tyler out of his cave and uh, to agree. Maybe we will. Yeah. Maybe we will do a Yu Gi Oh special. So let's cut it there. Let's not get too crazy on the Yu Gi Oh. I would love to do a Yu Gi Oh just like bonus episode, just talking about we can if, talk about the anniversary and all the the wild stuff and what it's up to. Kind of catch everyone up. I think that could be fun. Yeah. But we have to take a break. And when we get back, 
We are going to talk about Pokemon Day, what we want to see, what we need to see, what we don't want to see, all that and more when we're back in 60 seconds. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. All right. The countdown started the countdown last week, but the countdown continues to Pokemon Day this year. Feel this feels like I can't tell if the heightened expectations of this are too high. Like, look, Pokemon fans always get themselves up in a tizzy, and the expectations are always much bigger than inevitably what we get, right? That said, folks, folks are losing their mind whenever any sort of Unova Pokemon, you know. Oh yeah, that's been all over Twitter. It is, (laughs) it is absurd. Confusing. It is absurd. Like, and and there's like two things I just were. I'm just going to start the conversation off about this. Is like one, be careful what you wish for, Pokemon fans. (laughs) We won the Diamond and Pearl remakes, and look what got them. Like we, we, we definitely got them. Just got, and I, I say this, the, I think the most respectful thing I can say about those um, remakes. They looked good. They, they Oh, yeah, they looked great. They were 100%. And, and, you know, they didn't have, you know, they had some new features. Yeah. But they were incredibly soulless, in my sure. opinion. Like, mm-hmm. it was, you know, like, you, you, you compare that with, you know, like, literally Soul Silver or, um, like, Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby. And it is just like, you know, and it's because Game Freak was not involved. And also Gen 4 is, you know, had had some issues. Um, now, Unova, like Gen 5, you know, a lot of people, and probably rightfully so, you know, consider that to be like the pinnacle of the Pokemon franchise. Like Black and White, you know, now Black and White was controversial, you know, because they just decided we're going to create, come up with a whole new generation and you're only going to be able to use that new generation in yeah. black and white. And people lost their minds about it. But like the underlying games were fantastic. Like the like the actual games were involved and you could get those other Pokemon eventually. Um, like they showed up in the wild and, you know, then they fix it with black, black two and white two. Um, but be careful what you wish for. I've like totally lost my train of thought there. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, the be Pokemon careful what you to be careful what you wish for. Uh, like you, sometimes you can't go home again, and you maybe don't want to go home again with with Innova. Well, I you know I like if we got just a straight up remake of Black and White, you know I think people would be okay with that. But you know, like the thing is, is I don't you know like the, the one of the things with Black and White is that it was the game that had a sequel. It was mm-hmm. literally like, you know, one of two games in the Pokemon franchise to ever get a direct sequel. The other ones, of course, being Cold and Silver being a direct sequel to Red and Blue. Right. And, you know, I think it goes against the spirit of, you know, Black and White to just have a Black and White remake. I don't want a Black and White remake. I want Black and White 3. Mm. Mm. If we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And 
That is what worries me. Is like you what know, style would you want black and white three in? I'd be okay with the retro style. Like you know, uh, I mean, I, I I I like the idea of switching back and forth. But then, but then, does that make black and white three really only appeal to us? It's not my problem. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it's make something that just appeals to me. Dang That's it. what I mean, right? Like. You gotta, you gotta think of it that way too. Yeah. Right. Um, so we, we, we do know. Speaking of Pokemon Day, we do know that one, obviously, Pokemon Day is happening. Uh, we also know that there will be exclusive Pokemon Center figures. There will be uh, TCG items uh, and promo cards and all this stuff. Pokemon leagues are going to be having events on Pokemon Day, um, and and that's a, you know, that's a big deal. Um, so, you know, the stores will allegedly be hosting their own Pokemon day events on Pokemon day, which is a pretty cool thing. Uh, we don't know anything else about Pokemon go to, uh, Pokemon day. We know we won't be getting a new Netflix series on Pokemon day. This um, is true. Yeah. Which, you know, uh, they originally announced it for Pokemon day and we have the freaking episodes. I, yeah, my only thought is Megan, mm-hmm. you can probably speak more to this. Is it because they don't have enough episodes like released over in like the UK or something? Do you think that it might be tied up where they don't want to get jump ahead of like what like the UK and Canada um, and that's why they're holding off? That is my suspicion is they're they're not wanting to get ahead. Um, the, I didn't even think of that. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah, I mean, the, the second thought is, is there's just something on their internal calendar that they don't want crisscrossing paths, um, you know, either with children's programming. Um, there's nothing really massive with anime coming forward that would kind of intersect with, you know, the the Pokemon Horizons for Netflix. Um, so there's, it's either something, you know, internally speaking with the calendar or if they don't want to cross uh, the line and step on it, the toes of the UK broadcast. So, uh, yeah, so... Uh, but we really don't know a lot. I mean, everyone is assuming that we'll get some sort of Pokemon video game announcement. Um, you know, obviously, there's always the threat of another Mystery Dungeon game kind of looming over our head. <laughs> hey, there, well, there's no but the thing too, only, what only has to happen, But what has to happen between now and then is the announcement of a Switch 2, right? Uh, I mean, yes. Uh, so, well, and that that's the thing. It's like... Not necessarily. I mean, obviously, a switch. No, I mean they can like, announce a game and not announce the platform. Right. I mean, it's assumed that or there's going to be cross compatibility there, mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, like uh, it'll be like how the Wii U and Switch were. Th- yeah. Well, the oh, Wii U, yeah. but did, was, well, there, was there a game that came out that came out for both? Well, Pokemon. Um, oh, well, but that wasn't a, that was. Well, I'm thinking game. like broader, just Nintendo, like Breath of the Wild oh. was on both. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. Was Breath of the Wild really on the Wii U? Yes, it was. <laughs> and was it scaled? Was it was scaled down? Because guy, I only can't only oh, imagine. Yeah. That, that uh, like. Hello, guys. That is how I was introduced to Breath of the Wild. Was on the <laughs> Wii U. How dare you? I I remember. See, I I do remember that it was originally made for the Wii U. But so I guess like you know that tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean honestly, yeah. playing the playing the two games. I mean, I can say as a you know, uh, you know, hardware software difference. I mean, it's a it's night and day. I mean, it's two completely different experiences. Even though the games are the same. Uh, so you know, I'm sure we will get whatever full slate they need to announce Pokemon company uh, for 2024 at the event 
regardless of the fact that Nintendo has not yet officially said anything about, you know, Switch 2. Um, I am just going to take my time here mm-hmm. to plug a new Pokemon Puzzle League. <laughs> 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 I will never stop. I will never quit. I, I will never, you know, never give up. Never, never. Justin Bieber said it best. Never say I mean, never. It's, we haven't, it's been a while since we got a new, like that's a game that I feel like can be a mobile game and be totally. I know. Fun. And I find, like, I don't need it to be a console title because frankly, paying $39 probably <laughs> for Pokemon Puzzle League on Switch would be You'll probably end up having asinine. to pay money. If it I would be mobile. so angry. But if they could just do, that would be the perfect, I'm just, yeah. I love playing. The Wait, we haven't gotten a new mobile game in a while. I know. And I, we literally just make Cafe I can only play Pokemon Sleep is not a game. Pokemon Sleep is not a game. Pokemon Sleep is a lifestyle app. <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. Yes, that fits more I, in the lifestyle I genre. I can only play Cafe Remix so much. <laughs> I need something to the, to fill the dark hole in my soul. Here, let me make this Pokemon very clear. Pokemon Puzzle League is just the thing. You know, sleep, sleep has gamification elements to it, but is not a game. It's a gamified lifestyle app. It's a gamified lifestyle app. In the same way that, like, if you have an Apple Watch and you're trying to close your rings, like, you, getting you to go work out or do whatever to close those rings, like, that's that's gamification. Yeah. So, so I'm putting in Pokemon Puzzle League as my stretch. My I, stretch goal. I was shocked, shocked that there hasn't been a new Puzzle League game, period. In... Now sixteen years. I know. I'm not shocked. Look like, at that. Like, <laughs> I look surprised. That's like mother three. I'm um, over here begging, if not pleading, for another. Po- I, that game. I loved that game. It was so fun. It, and it, it and just now, in the days of mobile apps, it is mm-hmm. the perfect format it, of a game that I can just pick up. And play if they want to add, you know, being able to play against friends. That's one thing, you know, you could do that very easily, you know, just like those kind of Tetris games have done before or Puyo Puyo, you know, I just want Puzzle League. I just want it. It's time. It's it's funny because even like recently, a lot of like those classic games, right? Like your Tetris and your Pac-Mans and whatever have gotten like super competitive mobile versions of those games. Which oh are yeah, actually, Tetris 99. Like my husband plays the crap out yeah, of Yeah, those game. games are a lot of fun. I'd love it a Pokemon is. version of something And I'm so like bad that. at them. So like even if it's something <laughs> like so that, I would just, I just really, I don't think people fully understand what I say when I say that I loved Pokemon Puzzle League as a kid. I mean, it was like a go-to in 64 title for me i would love another one i already got my wish for pokemon snap granted and i would like to file another request <laughs> and it is puzzle league that is what i want from pokemon i mean look I, of, of all the possibilities i feel like that one is is a is a pretty good it's so low stakes too bet. like yeah it is the most low stake thing that they could do like yeah. everybody i mean like in terms of like what do i need i need the pokemon g- company to put out a game that actually works on my <laughs> on my whatever handheld console i'm using at the time switch or switch Two. Like their next gen game, I want it to actually, you know, like work on my console and not make me want to throw my Switch out of the window. And I want it to just, you know, actually be a good game, unlike Scarlet Violet, in my opinion. But that is a very broad ask 
And I don't expect that to necessarily be rolled out during Pokemon Day. But what they could do during Pokemon Day to ease my soul is to give me Puzzle League. And that's my soapbox. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I want to just take a quick trip to the Pokemon Center store because Christian mentioned uh, exclusive items. And so naturally I went to see if maybe some of them would be up already. They're not, but there are some really cool shirts up there. Richard, let's pull it up real quick. Uh, like their big thing is that like, they've got like t-shirts with pockets now and there's a lot of really cool ones. There is that whale Lord one, which is a uh, really, really yeah. cool. The, the Pikachu ones, uh, the Pikachu one's not bad. Uh, there is a, if we keep scrolling down uh, a really awesome Snorlax and Gengar shirt, uh, a really cool, like Onyx hasn't been on a shirt in forever. And so like, like, that's a really cool one. Lots of really cool. Like I don't need a t-shirt with a pocket in it. I mean, kind of do, you know, actually. So uh, in terms of like absolutely amazing, uh, did you see the Lugia uh, take flight all over zip up hoodie? Yes, they have so much good clothing out right now. Uh, but to reiterate, uh, Usually my husband does listen to these podcasts. Uh, If you do see those Pokemon pin Valentine sets, I would like them immediately. Also, they've released some really cool uh, pixel character sprite pins. Mm -hmm. And I've only recently kind of gotten into pins. And I'm very, very selective about what kind of pins I put on jackets or bags. But like, I like them a lot. There's Clefairy one. It's very cute. Okay. Oh wow! I'm now I'm looking at these pins, and wow, those are gorgeous. I love the actual. There's like so for those people, you know. So since oh, we are a podcast, um, so there it comes in heart shaped boxes, mm-hmm. and there's different pins in the various like heart shaped boxes. So the one there's one that has um, let's see here. There's Pikachu in it, and it looks like Galarian Ponyta and uh, Sylveon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's one where it's got a Jigglypuff, a Togepi, a Pikachu, and it's all like, you know, so um, like those ones are all in like very pastel, like blues and purples and stuff like that. Jim. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I can see Jim moving. So I'm assuming I'm back. back. Okay. Yeah, there we internet go. Black hole. Um, yeah. Those pin so, boxes are pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. And it'd be super easy to just like pair with a chocolate and be like, here's your Valentine's day gift. So I'm about to, uh, go around my because <laughs> you know everybody has somebody listening on their phone i'm just gonna like pick up his phone when he's not around and be like <laughs> pokemon valentine's day pin box pokemon valentine's day pin box just so he starts getting ads and then also i will say as far as the pin goes and i think i've mentioned these on this before because i have I, I know i mentioned i got the geodude ones those pixel pins mm-hmm. are some of my favorite pins that they're so cool they, that they put out uh, and I just happened to see the the Clefairy and Clefable one. And I'm like, those are great. The Clefairy uh, ones are so good. Those pixel ones, so I much. need them as like earrings. And I, depending on oh, the both size of the pins, I guess you could kind of use them as earrings, or you know, adapt them into it's earrings depending on the pin size. Also, I have yeah. no idea what material these are made out of, but I really would just like them to be like earrings. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, getting back to Pokemon day before we kind of, uh, wrap up, um, obviously, you know, I think they're, like I said, rife with speculation. The thing that we haven't, we haven't really mentioned. And, and honestly, I feel if we don't get it announced this year, I feel we may never again is a let's go update. 
Yeah. Let's Go feels like it was a a game that they put out there. It was great. It made sense for the originals and probably never again. Yeah. I mean, I think that people, people would be. So here's the problem. So folks are obviously on the Gen 5 hype train. um, And I think let's go Jodo. It would be a great time for it um, because those games are gorgeous. Um, you know, there's obviously, you know, they'd need to fix some of the issues with the stupid catching mechanic, which yep. became like pretty monotonous in a hurry. Um, but, you know, if you, they could fix that and like figure out a better way to do like catching Pokemon in that, um, mm-hmm. I, I think it would be uh, freaking phenomenal. Um, I do. But, but I think but I think that I think that train is real close to leaving the station. Yeah, yeah, well, for sure. Yeah. Nostalgia will only push us so more so so far for a title that we've really only seen once. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So I guess other than other than that, I mean that's pretty much I mean, I'm sure we'll get some card news. Maybe have we gotten card news? No, not really, right? Uh so they just announced so you know, Paradox Rift came out. Right. Or Par- uh so no, Paradox Rift is the you know, it came out and they announced the next one, which is I'm blanking on it um uh, so we have paldean fates and then after paldean fates we've got come on i can't uh oh temporal forces so right. they announced temporal forces oh, already wait, that's the one with the two different etbs from the pokemon center yeah, uh yes um and they will also have um and so those bring back the spec cards which that's the new mechanic uh that's coming you know the other new mechanic that's coming in um you know, we'll get something here, you know, but that they'll release two more sets and then announce something at, you know, worlds. Yeah. Right. So that's how they always right. do it. Well, we'll see what we get then. Christian, let's do the Pokemon fact of the week. The Pokemon fact of the week. We are to everyone's favorite Bidoof. And so speaking of there's a Bidoof hat for sale now at the Pokemon Center. I saw if, if you had to scroll down. That's fan favorite Bidoof. Um, <laughs> yeah. Put respect on Badoof's name. <laughs> so, like, like the hilarious thing is, is so like I think like this might be like last tra- lost in translation thing a little bit because you know Badoof's like big thing is it's kind of oblivious and it's a kind of a simplistic Pokemon, and so that obliviousness you know um, is like you know brought up in that like Badoof has nerves of steel. Like multiple <laughs> Pokemon centuries talk about how it has nerves of steel when what they really mean to say is that. Badoof is so oblivious to its surroundings that it will just do anything to go and like eat wood. Uh, that, that's like the point, which kind of like mimics how beavers actually are. Um, like, you know, which is amazing. Like, Badoof's like one of my favorite Pokemon, largely <laughs> because of just how like accurate it is to like actual beavers. Like, because beavers, they'll flood anything. You, you give them a chance and they will 100%. Flood. Oh, yeah. Beavers don't care. They, they, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> Uh, back in like close to my hometown when I was a kid, um, there was a uh, like a uh, like a uh, it was like a demo, it was like a junkyard, uh, like an old junkyard that got like partially remediated and stuff like that. Um, and beavers came in and flooded it, like straight up flooded oh, it. Wow. And it's like it's part of like the national park that's up there, and it's now like this big like thing because it's like the beaver pond and it's like this huge like like wetlands that the beavers literally just showed up one day. You know, uh, and they're like, this is ours now. And they flooded it <laughs> and it turned into this like massive pond uh, that's like right over by they They literally diverted the canal 
So like there's like the Ohio Erie Canal and they literally diverted the canal so that it flowed and and became this, you know, uh, you know, became a giant pond for them. Um, It's amazing. Like beavers are amazing creatures, like one of the best creatures on on this planet. Highly encourage everyone to look up facts about beavers and share them. The the legends Arceus entry is Bidoof has an unsophisticated face, which again is another one that feels like like lost in translation a little bit. But no, that one that one's just straight up professor. Uh, that that professor just (laughs) just be (laughs) you know you know who has an unsophisticated face like you you man child like you know you freaking you know you look like a doofus you wear like a hat that your like your mother clearly made for you when you were a child you know you you have an unsophisticated face what are you pokemon professor you don't even have like a degree hoffer does not take any Bidoof slander in this household. <laughs> That's going to be my new like running insult. I'm going to start saying people have unsophisticated yeah. faces. And then, like, I went to just go look at uh, by Bar- barrels uh, entries. But completely, just no no, yeah, okay. no, it's no, literally, no, they are literally just describing beavers. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's like it's just like you know like. Like just very clearly, like whoever got sat, you know, got got uh, wh- whoever like was assigned to this one, which is like this is just a beaver. I'm just gonna. <laughs> Who cares? Little did they it's know. Just so funny. Years later, <laughs> that like only in Pearl does it mention that like while its movements infer while its movements out of water are sluggish, it can swim as fast as any Phoebus. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but oh, but that like that note is only in pearl pearl and shining pearl that's it i i don't like the fact that you know once again legends arceus you know like clearly references like hunting bib uh barrels for like <laughs> like for for their pelts like yep. dude like that guy he's the worst <laughs> <laughs> like you know like this this freaking you know flubby butt pokemon professor just like shows up and just like you know what I like you know like this white dude just shows up from the <laughs> Galar region and just immediately like points at the beaver and it's like we should hunt this one to extinction guys it's like what a what a freaking maniac yeah monster I just like I will never kind of get over the fact like not not in a bad way but I think one of the things that that fascinates me because I was. I was a kid who loved the Pokedex, right? Like growing up, I had no idea that like, I didn't even think of the possibility that the other game would have different entries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, so like that part has always kind of fascinated me in the sense that, um, you know, somewhere out there, there's an, an alternate universe gym who just like got the other games and, you know, just learned about his Pokemon differently. And that's it. And it's just like, that's wild. I just anyway. wish, I just wish that some of these Pokedex entries, because now, now that we're into Gen 4, and some of these Pokemon only have like three or four entries to them, and they clearly just recycle the same ones over and over again. Yeah. Like the Pokedex oh, yeah. should always be a way to help expand the lore of the Pokemon series. Right. And that honestly, is when I think the big failings of like game freak and like the the pokemon franchise is that you know 
they they don't expand the lore out, you know, more. Yeah. Well, they do, but it's with like new games as opposed to like building on what's already there. Right. Mm. Right. Uh, all right. I wanted to get to because we got some uh, over the course of the weekend, some reviews and we got one on iTunes. If you leave us a five star review on iTunes or uh, on these on Spotify, we read it on the show. Send an email to PokemonPodCB at gmail.com and we'll uh, get your uh, get a sticker out to you. This one is from Yak93. Loving this one-stop shop. I'm absolutely loving this one-stop shop for all things Pokemon. It's a great show with hosts who are both professional nerds and very knowledgeable in the field. I am all about it. Hey, thanks. Uh, let's see. We got another one from Vice19. A good podcast, and I know, uh, and I, and I know what Pokemon tastes the best. According <laughs> to its Pokedex, Pokedex it's Barrascuta. Uh, and then also, if your pet was a Pokemon, which one would it be? Oh, uh my my dog biscuit would be a lechon- would be a lechonk easy so Didn't you know my 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 puppers he's got some like big like graveyard when he was alive energy like the <laughs> fur that's like covering <laughs> um like you know similar body type you know man i mean i have three cats so i think definitely willow She's 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 pretty like neutral. She's definitely Evie. Mm-hmm. Xander is our big black and white fluffy cat. She's very very mean. <laughs> she's Ubreon, <laughs> and Oz is our big orange fluff ball. So I think that's Flareon. I love it. I love it. We got another one from Joey Gamer 2011. I absolutely love this pod. Uh, oh, I think I read this one last week. I can't remember when I started listening to this, but ever since I've started listening to it, I've been obsessed. Would, I would recommend. Right, we love a good recommendation. Love it. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you, everyone, for uh, for listening this week. If you want to get more involved, head on over to our Discord. That's where a lot of the fun happens. Uh, you can find the link to the Discord in the episode description, the show description, and we have a, a link to it posted on our uh, account over on X slash Twitter, whatever you want to call it. So you can find it there, get involved, say hello, show us your cards, show us uh, if you're looking for help on raids, you'll get help there. If you're looking for Pokemon memes, you'll find a whole bunch there. So definitely get in uh, on that. Otherwise you can, can uh, you can talk to us uh, over on X. I'm at Jim Viscardi. Megan is at Megan Peter CB. Christian is at C Hoffer C bus. And until next week, we're getting closer and closer to Pokemon day. Switch to maybe in between. I don't know. We're just gonna have to wait and find out. We'll catch you later, folks. 